Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonode, modern open-source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonode empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonode.com. This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce. Welcome to Shopware Unplugged. Hello, everybody. Today I have a special guest, and by special guest, I really mean the special guest. Uh, we have Sebastian Haman, uh, co-founder and co-CEO of uh, Shopware. Today, uh, Sebastian, uh, thank you very much for finding time. I know you're super busy, so being able to join, it's a, it's a really big uh, big pleasure, especially that a lot of things are happening in, sh- in Shopware and hope we'll be able to, to talk about it. Uh, I have a doubt. Do you think we should introduce you or already everyone knows you? <laughs> Thank you, Boris, for the kind words, and it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, sure, I can make a short introduction. So my name is Sebastian, Sebastian Hamann. I'm um, the co-founder of uh, Shopware. I founded Shopware 22 years ago together with my brother, Stefan, at the age of a teenager, you know, uh, in a small village, so-called Shopping, you know, Shopware from Schöppingen in Germany. And yeah, so... Um, we were 22 years bootstrap and um, went open source in 2010. Then the development and the community development, you know, really, really skyrocketed. You can say it this way, um, and go more and more international. What is great? And this year we get our first funding, um, 100 million US dollar, to really accelerate internationalization and growth. And started an office in New York. And yeah, again, thanks for having me here. Cool. Yeah, I talked uh, once with someone and, and uh, people just don't believe that the name shopping and comes. It was just b- before shopware. Yeah. So is it really like the name of the city? Uh, you, you or you just chose this location for uh, for location of shopware because because of the name? No, the uh, whole village uh, changed this name to Shoppingen. That is more closer to shop- shopware, you know. That's what I just thought. Just kidding. So. No, no. That's what I thought. So. <laughs> You know, yep. it, uh, it, it just happened um, as I uh, created the name before. As I think this is a secret. No one knows uh, that uh, before the company um, were um, taking the name Shopware, it was uh, Haman Media. Okay. It was a kind of agency. And the product was not Shopware at the first point. It was Shop IT. Okay. But we found it very, you know, not so cool. And then we, um, we changed it to Shopware. <laughs> But seriously, uh, as you mentioned, there there was a lot of changes uh, in shopware within the last twelve months, uh, especially the investment. Um, so how how do you lo- look at it from from now point? It's already like what eight six month eight month. Uh, how the company has changed, you know, um, from your daily daily operations? Uh, because right now it's a, it's a bigger structure. You're going faster. There is an office in New York. So how you as Sebastian feel in this type of changing environment or speeding up environment? Yeah, it's a, it's a fair question. So uh, first of all, I would say, um, you know, it's, it's the same person as before, 
also my brother. So it's not like that we're different person since of February course. and we got the funding. So I think um, it's it's important to know that we have here at Shopware a super unique culture. You can feel it. You can you can embrace it. Um, and as long as you stick to the values, the things that are ongoing and that are you know come on top or changes. And with changes, I mean especially you know this straight way into internationalization, bring shopper more global. Um, um, this is this is something what is what is ongoing, what is great, but um, the values will will not change, and therefore we are the same person, have a great culture, and this this lets us really to um, to and, and and motivated us and electrified us to to work with investors. Um, and let me say it this way: I think it's 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 very cool that you now have partners like PayPal, like Carlyle. Mm -hmm. And I can I can tell you honestly, I was you know it was our first investment. I mean, twenty two years bootstrapped company. Um, yeah. We were a bit reservated to go this way, as we never experienced to work with you know partners or investors. But it worked out quite good, and I'm very happy that we you know did the step. So. It's it's really really honestly it's the first time that we have the chance to um, to use the smart network of our partners to have also exchanges with other leadership teams about um, how we how they did it for example in other countries what about their sales and marketing approach what about their you know um, experience in the U.S. market mm -hmm. how did what did uh, they um, uh, experience so far, what went good, what went maybe not so good. And you can learn from these mistakes and from these smart networks. Um, that makes that makes a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. um, it's also great to, you know, getting uh, challenged um, in this direction. Cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so from my point, your position also changed uh, truly because you have a bigger network. You see more than, let's say, an average, an average person. So... How do you see the market right now? Because uh, if you look, there was so many changes here. COVID speed up the whole uh, digitalization everywhere. Uh, now the war is also changing. You know, the energy crisis is pushing also a lot of companies into the direction of of, uh, of really adopting uh, adopting faster uh, and having those global partners. How do you see this 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 global trends uh, uh, today? Yeah. So. So first of all, I think we're in a very um, good space at all, right? I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. e-commerce is a growth market. Uh, I mean, a lot of investments are um, will be will be taken into this space. What is um, what is a good thing in general? Um, I think if you if you're listening to all these you know market experts and analysts, you can you can you can figure out and 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 feel that the mood is is more like okay now. Yes, it's a growth market, and now we're facing maybe more hard times than ever before. And we know from the past, um, 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 yeah, with, with a more concrete perspective on in, in digital commerce. Mm -hmm. um, I would say, yeah. I would say, especially if you if you think about that, it is obviously a, um, a, a price sensitive topic out there in the in this in this space, also in digital commerce. I mean, investments will be double checked, right? This yep. is um, maybe what what you also figured out, Boris, um, in your in your agency world. Um, but I mean, however, I think it's it's especially for a company um, like Shopware who is positioned in the mid market. 
um, we can we can see that um, that you you know also larger organizations, larger companies, merchants, more from the enterprise base, um, are now thinking about um, to make investments in mid-market solutions that are more flexible, more um, where you have a better cost reliability. And, and they double check if they need these, you know, huge investment in larger enterprise solutions, really, or is it okay. is it more that they start with a proof of concept and work out very agile and very flexible uh, with headless mid-market solutions like Shopper. So this is the, let's say, the, the market perspective, um, what we also see and, and figure out. Mm-hmm. And I have a question about, uh, I know we know we don't want to talk about politics here, war and so on, but uh, have you seen some of, the, some of the signs? Because at least we, from my perspective of agency, we've been talking to some companies, uh, especially B2B, where they have, I don't know, like 40 sales reps, 40 cars, yeah, and they used to go to customer to customer, yeah, meetings, presenting them a printed catalog. Uh, they, they start to identify and see, okay, yeah, uh, I think it's a good timing yeah, because of the uh, the way we've been operating so far looking at the the, the energy crisis looking at the cost of the, um, uh, petrol and everything that uh, they even will get bigger uh, impulse to 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 change you know to digitalize because I've seen some some figures from yeah. German market yeah that only like the figures were showing 20% of German B2B customers are are having uh, some uh, online solutions to 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 accept orders uh, to make payments uh, so there's it's it, I was shocked yeah with this and I believe at least from my point that the current crisis uh, it's it's going to be bad for economy of course but overall it might be interesting for the for the position where we are uh, that the companies will be more motivated or more at some point even pushed at the wall that okay it's over yeah you might not like computers you might not like internet but this is the way how you how you have to change. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're totally right. Um, with the B, the B to B market is a huge market, and there, you know, companies are have to rethink and have to have to rethink how they reach their customers. Uh, we see a lot of um, trends ongoing into verticalization. You know, direct access to the customer um, to have their um, a faster lane invest into new approaches also also including new business models i mean there what, what you said there is something that went maybe for the um or worked out for the for the last 20 years but now we're we're facing new times and um there's um there's a reason why the the customer is changing his you know shopping behavior and um therefore we see new approaches like um we worked out with our customer Wattman. You know, it's the um, shoe distributor um, in, in Europe, a very large company with some um, brands you maybe know, like Tamaris shoes or yep. Oliver shoes and so on. Um, and together with them, we um, achieved a B2B solution um, that, you know, you, the, the sales reps are able to directly have an interaction via video call and they don't have to, you know, install an application an app or something like that it's directly working yep. uh, thanks to the shopper pwa behind from a technical perspective and um, you just get a link via whatsapp via mail or whatever um, click and then you connect it directly via your phone or your ipad or your your um, 
computer. And then you can advise through, you know, new collections, the merchants, the retailers can browse and, and have a chat with the sales reps of um, Wortmann, can see the products, um, the new products, and and people are, you know, interacting in a new way. And this is, um, um, I guess, something what you what you what you said, um, Boris, with new approaches and digitalization into the B two B space. What in the end leads to that that you know safe uh, resources and energy. Yeah, true. And uh, I, I believe you also have a very interesting perspective right now on Europe and United States, because Shopper is entering United States. Uh, so how do you see this market as a, as a fresh guy? Yeah? Because I know people who've been on both markets for many, many years, and they don't really see that many differences. But probably for for you, uh, as a new person who, who just enters the market, uh, see all these small, tiny differences. So how is the US market, uh, the e-commerce the e platform US market? Market comparing to uh, to Europe, yeah. So the U.S. market is, you know, one of the largest market or the largest market, True. and therefore it's a it's of course I mean obviously a, a promising market. It's um, from a from an e-commerce software platform um, perspective, um, spoken. You know, there is a, a huge potential for a player like Shopware to you know gain really their market share in the mid-market space where we see there is a strong need for a, a flexible mid-market solution like shopper to really support here merchants to um, to achieve their business goals and to also bring their more flexibility regards to build new customer experiences um, bring more automation there to you know become more operational excellent what is very necessary in this you know uncertain times and and this is um with 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 thousands of thousands of um installations out there i'm speaking about for example um the magento system where you know merchants have to change to another system because of security issues and more um yeah it's a it's a it's a huge market and um we started currently an office in new york um, yeah. We hired the first U.S. people. We have now um, Jason Nihus as our general manager there. And um, last year, I, I guess you know, nearly everyone from the um, from the Magento world or from the e-commerce space uh, read about it that Ben Marks joined Shopware. So we're investing and building up um, a, a local team and mixed it up with our European colleagues there in U.S. Um, um, as there are uh, currently there and making good progress you know starting with the first partner um, ecosystem technology mm -hmm. partners um, agency partners there the first projects are um, ongoing um, so it's 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 very interesting and for me personally spoken honestly it, it makes so much fun you know I'm I, I do you know pitch presentation by myself it reminds me it's a you know very first um, days at Shopware we started in Germany uh, we were like the underdog. Uh, no one, you know, really knows us, but was interested um, to get to know us and so on. So, yeah, interesting. And and the market itself. I mean, um, there is so much potential out there in different verticals. Um, so much ongoing. They're really, really fast developing um, their new approaches. Where in the end, also, I would say um, the European market will benefit from. So how Shopware uh, offering has changed within the last month? Yeah? Uh, is it an answer for all those changes that, uh, that were happening on the market? Yeah, um, you're, I mean, you're, you're right. And, 
and obviously our um, our old offering was you know part of the of of a history and, and very a German style. Let's say it this way. Mm -hmm. It was more like you would take a piece of software as a perpetual license and put it into your shelf. Um, and it was it was I, I segregate a bit, okay? But I know I remember times when you were buying a product, you get the box, yeah, with the CD uh, many many years ago. But true, yeah, that that's how it was before, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, um, Shopify's offering needs to be updated, and that what also the the feedback, the strong feedback from our ecosystem, from our partner ecosystem, and also from also from customers and. As you know, as we become more and more international, more visibility and more experience international, um, there there were a strong need also facing the strong you know needs of the modern mid market, mm -hmm. and our new offering is following exactly that point that I mentioned before. You know that we facing from a from a feature perspective um, um, uh, and service perspective more of these kind of things connected to operational excellence. You know, automation uh, features build a trustful brand that you have more um, functionalities and innovations that connected to building up a well-known brand that in the end sticks to your um, in the mind of your customers, and also the, don't forget the B two B capabilities, and therefore um, it makes it in the end more easy for you to find the right um, the right product plan um, that fits to your needs of the modern mid market merchants. And this is, is, is very, very fairly, as I said, you know, you have a, a reliability and predictability um, better than before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a it's a big change. I think, you know, the for the market, it was uh, it wasn't just uh, easy to understand it at the beginning. But I think yeah, at least from we are talking also to customers. Looks like it's a it's a it's it's a good direction. Yeah, it's never easy. Uh, yeah, one of these this changes or or the 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 stress the, that you are putting on is also the cloud. Um, so why is cloud so important in this uh, in this new strategy? So I mean, cloud brings really great benefits and value to our customers, and I, I think this is this is the reason why um, also shoppers investing um, more and more into into a cloud offering. It's you know it's it's a, a solution like shopper, a highly flexible and customizable headless tech stack, and and where you don't have to worry about scaling performance issues and with an even faster time to market. This is our I think all good reasons. Even if it's you know not like this one fits all approach with Shopper Cloud, but it's it's uh, very valuable for for the merchant for the customers. The demand is there, um, and um, yeah, it 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 helps also you as a merchant, also the whole ecosystem. I would say to focus really on your on your business on your business that you don't have to worry about really about hosting setups and so on. Um, Rather use your limited resources you have so far to create new things, you know, more meaningful things, invest into your customer experience or your operational excellence. 
Yeah. Yes, true. I mean, you know, we're working with customers and uh, I completely understand that more and more customers are aware uh, that, uh, yeah, they would like to prefer on just uh, using the software, not really thinking which version of the software I have, where and do I have to upgrade? Yeah. Is this hosting enough or or do I have the right, you know, version on Linux or something else behind or no security patches and so on and so on and so on when you need to really uh, put a lot of your attention and a lot of the cost, uh, you know, to maintain this thing, uh, and then if you look at if you look at cloud offering, yeah, uh, all those things are gone. Yeah, uh, you're more focused from the customer perspective on really uh, getting the traffic to your store, uh, making sales, improving your communication, your marketing. Not like really worrying when will I work on the other other upgrades. So I I truly believe that you know cloud is the future uh, for, uh, for 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 everyone. And uh, as we've been doing this before for many, many years, that's something that is gone and completely doesn't make sense uh, on one side, you know, from, from agency also for the customer. Of course, it's not easy. It's not easy for agencies, yeah? I will now work as an advocate of agencies uh, to understand that they also need to change their offering, yeah? And they also need to adopt and adjust to the to the completely new offering uh, where we're still... Cloud can give you a lot of a lot of flexibility. If you look at you have it with uh, with a headless solution, you can still do customization with API. You can still uh, deliver customer this unique uh, experience that he's looking for, but in a little bit different way uh, comparing to to how it was uh, how it was done done previous year uh, from that point. So true. I I know it's a, it's a right direction. I also can imagine all the challenges you have uh, you have from the ecosystem, where people need to really understand that uh, the world is changing and also cloud is the the there's I mean there's no other way yeah uh, than going than going this direction. And I mean um, it's 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 not like uh, let me add this uh, Boris. It's not like this one fits all approach, right? So there are business true. cases also for self managed solutions or um, also PaaS uh, solutions or SaaS solutions. Um, but what you said, um, I mean, agreed, there, there is a, you know, also flexible, highly flexible solutions and customizable solutions could bring the, the potential into the cloud and also agencies can benefit from it. Um, also, you know, extends the software, the, the tech stack, the, the project uh, capabilities faster than ever before and create really impact and value for the merchant and for the customers. I mean, this is this is a good thing in the end for the whole market, for the whole industry. And therefore, um, yeah, there's a, there's for everyone, I, I would say, um, a great a great path and way into the cloud where everyone will benefit from. Yeah. Uh, and what are shopware plans regarding on-prem version? Yeah, because that's probably something that is making people like interesting. Yeah. Uh, if you if you have a focus on cloud, we all know that the US is also uh, very much focused on cloud. Does it mean that on-prem will disappear one day, or or you have a plan to keep both, uh, maintain both? No. Um, so on-prem self-managed will stay. And we have also the community edition. I think this is also um, a great signal that we stick to our open source roots, to the open source community. Um, and if you if you want, um, as a merchant, as a partner, as a developer, you can use Shopper as an on-prem version and um, you know have the full flexibility and full control and ownership of everything um, you want. And 
again, I mean, as I said, there are still use cases where it makes a lot of sense um, for um, to to use the um, to the the version. And therefore, the promise is that we will um, stay also with on-prem and also have then the additional um, offering. What is you know makes also a, a lot of sense to start with Shopware Cloud, uh, where you have then, um, as you already pointed out, Boris, you know these. Uh, flexibility, but also come on top that you don't have to worry about updates and so on. Yeah. Yeah. I have here a special uh, button with drums uh, to summarize it because that would be important for people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we know uh, on-prem will, uh, on-prem will, uh, will stay, uh, will stay for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, since, since you have this point of view also from the US, uh, everyone is usually saying that US is like two or three years uh, in front of Europe, yeah, that we are we're adopting uh, some trends a little bit later. Um, so uh, how do you think this shop for United States experiences will inspire uh, Europe? Yeah? Uh, how we will benefit in, let's say, Germany, Netherlands, Poland from, uh, from this shop for United States experiences? Yeah, we will we will um, benefit from, of course, you know, great use cases where where Shopware can create value in new kind of business models, for example, that will inspire the community. But also, you know, the um, the the ecosystem we're you know going to build in the U.S. will will be a, a open collaborative ecosystem and partner mm -hmm. network where you have exchanges with the European colleagues, and it's in the end it's it's one global community where there will be created extensions where maybe, you know, the European colleagues never have thought about it and could also use it and benefit from it or, or take these extensions and use it for different use cases. Um, this is all these, you know, creative space of an open collaborative community where everyone can benefit from new integrations, new capabilities, new extensions that's coming out, new partners that can support you, new angles and perspective from customers, from new verticals. They, they you know, do maybe something different in the US market. They are maybe have different um, shopping behaviors than we have uh, in Europe. They are faster um, than we here but in the end we will we will all benefit from it um, as the product in the end is you know full flexible and brings you the opportunity to adapt very quickly also trends that are upcoming from the US market so I'm very excited and electrified about this opportunity um, to bring it in the end to the whole community yeah and do you see that because also shopper has a lot of uh, let's say technology providers a company who has writing extensions um, some add-ons so probably for them it's also uh, if uh, or once shopper is successful in the united states their market will also increase yeah they will be able to sell more extensions more uh, to more customers all over the world do you see that uh, the, the, this, this community of technology providers starts to identify it slowly that for them it's also interesting uh, option also to grow and become uh, more international yeah absolutely you you're totally right i mean um, this is also a very interesting part of that, you know, technology providers from Europe have the chance to grow with Shopper in the U.S. market to build up great customer success stories and cases there and then also start business right from there in the U.S. market. All sellers, you mentioned and figured out extensions in the U.S. space to the Shopper community there. I mean, there's um, a win-win situation for everyone. I think this is the great 
the great thing about the ecosystem. I mean, a software provider alone is is not really not 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 really able to to bring all these innovations and things on the street. It's sure. all about the people behind, about the ecosystem that will benefit from each other. As we experience and did also in other countries. I mean, think about the Benelux region. Also think about Germany, where we started in this kind of of thing. And um, also extensions and partners from Benelux, from Poland, from Italy are benefit from Germany or the other way around. I mean, this is the real, um, real value and real asset of an of an open company, an open ecosystem. Yeah, that's that's that that's true. You know, it's a, it's it looks like a big shift yeah, for everybody. Um, so we are all, like, I hope, keeping our finger crossed that you are successful in the United States because it means everyone, you know, even in agencies will have a chance to do some projects in the United States, technology providers, uh, some module providers. Yeah, they will have a way bigger uh, potential of the, uh, of the market. Okay, and can we go uh, a little bit more into your, you know, shopper plans? Like, uh, what are the features to come? Because all these trends and changes, yeah, I can imagine you have a huge pressure on new features, yeah, new, new, new things uh, to support um, what's going on on the market. Can you tell us a little bit of the secret plans, yeah, what we can expect in the future? You know, uh, of course, it's uh, if it's possible uh, with this unofficial channel, you know, to 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 say where where Shopware is going, also with features. Yeah, I will I will try to give you a glimpse. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, honestly, you find also this information is very transparent and public on our website, on our roadmap. What is, mm -hmm. you know, where we can see the progress of um, some um, tickets there, where we're currently ongoing, what, you know, how, how far is the development here and so on. So you will find there always a good overview and uh, see also about in which kind of plan this feature will be integrated. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, let me start with um, the B2B space. So we will invest mm -hmm. um, more into B2B um, capabilities and functionalities here. We will um, go headless um, and seamless cloud. That means that it is fully integrated into our PWA solution. Okay. What is um, also important to create really new kind of experiences in the B2B space. So what we figure out and see is that, you know, in the end also or it doesn't matter if it is, you know, B2C or B2B, it's in the end, it's also a human that is interacting with an interface yep. and will be, you know, have a great user experience. And therefore we will invest in this way. I already pointed out this case, um, guided video shopping with, you know, this one-on-one -on -one session for explaining maybe um, more complex products or introducing new collections of products um, and so on. So this is something that is, you know, built on the shopper PWA and makes makes brings a lot of value um, into the not only B2B space, but also into the B2B space. We will, um, in B2B, we will rethink capabilities and um, improve it um, to create value. So um, together with our customers, we will build um, a solution that, that really solves their problem here. So if we, you know, invest more and more into new capabilities or rebuild capabilities um, here, um, yeah, and of course, we will also try to soften the boundaries between the um, plans a bit that, you know, not every B2B capability is um, is coming into one uh, plan so okay. that, you, that you can grow with Shopware and extend your um, functionalities or capabilities if you want to grow in this B2B space. 
So this is uh, first the B2B part. Then okay. we will definitely invest um, more and more in customer experience. So um, things like storytelling, um, content management, functionalities, capabilities, uh, we want to improve. Also this guided video shopping part, I already mentioned here with the PWA. Um, we will see that Shopware will um, next year and the years after invest in the space and will bring up new, um, also new ideas to inspire um, the community as, you know, Visionary was always part of our DNA um, mm -hmm. and um, also great things um, to come. We see also a lot of space improving um, these static two-dimensional assets you can um, experience so far to make it more affordable and easy to bring 3D assets into, into your um, shop to really, you know, go into details, explore the products more detail that you as a, as a shopper or consumer can figure out more and better experiences here. And if you combine it with digital storytelling, um, tell your story, go through getting inspired. This is all these stuff that is very necessary to create an, mm -hmm. an, an unique brand um, in the market. Yeah, true. And I always, you know, I was always identifying Shopware as the one who was very brave in, in like, uh, you know, adopting new technologies. Yeah, if you look at PWA uh, and some other solution, you were always like quite... Quite, uh, I don't know if a word aggressive is a is a good thing, but you were like very easily adopting them and moving moving forward. So uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, as you see today, we we mentioned at least a few times B two B. So it's a it's a great news that the B two B is the is is the is the focus. Yeah, um, from that part because me personally, I'm I'm not a trendsetter, trend guy, but looking at the market, talking to many customers as agency. I see that you know B two B is uh, is really being slowly pushed to the wall. Yeah, uh, that they have to do something with uh, uh, with their business model, the way they they've been selling um, they've been selling product for so many years. Uh, um, it was working, but right now with the current crisis, with the current situation, you know the things initiated by COVID, I think B two B is the one who who really has to rethink many uh many many of the uh, many of the patterns that they had uh, for a long time and they will they will be really easy to to adopt those new those new things happening on the market yeah absolutely and the great thing is there is still so much potential out there to improve all the, the whole b2b journey and customer experience itself so as i already mentioned i mean there is something uh or sometimes um nothing or it's it's not really good you know not a really good uh, customer experience at all and in the end again i mean I, I can tell it uh very often but it's it's in my point of view very true it's in the end it's a human that is interacting with an interface with a b2b interface the same as the consumer b2c business yeah. and they also will be uh or wanted to have a great customer experience want to get inspired want to get you know um, interactive and so on, and there's a uh, yeah, there's still room for improvements. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If you if you look at uh, a person on the weekend is doing a shopping online on whatever Zara or Zalando, yeah, and then he's coming to Monday uh, uh, to his work, yeah, and uh, he's more than ready to make an online purchase of the equipment he's using or some some suppliers, something else. Yeah, he he already has these experiences, so the the it's a great job that B two C have done. 
to to teach people to build to break through all this you know uh, doubts that people had with uh, with online purchases that uh, the, the consumers are ready or not not maybe consumers but the employees of b2b companies are ready to make online orders yeah because they're already doing it uh, in their in their private life so they they they, they just need a good experience uh, to see that uh, it's also possible it's doable with b2b wherefore b2b companies this, this can mean enormous you know savings of uh, energy time money uh, if they will be able to digitalize those expensive uh, those expensive b2b sales sales processes cool. agree yeah that's, totally. that's that's very that's very interesting and as we talk about future yeah i don't know if you have a crystal ball uh, but if you would look at your crystal ball where you would love to see shopware in five years yeah uh if we could do some magic right now uh and look in the future where where would you like to have shopware in five years uh what would give you you know a big satisfaction about it yeah i mean that's an interesting question right yeah yeah, um, it's... so honestly i mean we're we're investing a lot of internationally in internationalization bring shopware to the world make it more global um visible and effective of course i mean uh, and, and create value for merchants and for me it would be it would be a very uh, strong achievement if we can establish um you know serious us business in the mid market and getting maybe named as a leader in the Garner magic quadrant um that you that you really achieve that shopper is is you know a very global company with a global open community. But more important um, for me is that you can see really impact in the market, right? So it's more like that you see, okay, cool, these new business models were created on the foundation of an open collaborative ecosystem and shopware. This is something what really drives us. I mean, innovations that will come through these um, different verticals and all these things we discussed, Boris, with outstanding customer experiences, maybe in B2B, maybe in B2C or D2C, however, but things that really, you know, catch people, inspire people, stick in the mind of people, that brings joy, excitement, um, that, you know, really makes commerce more human, I would say. I would say it this way. Um, this is something um, that is, for me, the, the biggest achievement overall. Yeah, true. I mean, you're entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur too. So I love sometimes when I'm either watching TV or driving a car and I see one of our customers like a campaign, you know, a billboard, uh, whatever, when they promote some products and there's information, come visit the store or buy online. Then you see, okay, we we had our input into this, yeah, to, to changing the way they, they're operating, to enabling them, the uh, you know, do this, uh, this business and... Um, and make a completely new offering, completely new things. So exactly, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's that's 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 unbelievable satisfaction and a great fun if you can see the the result that uh, you had your very small break into this uh, uh, this uh, uh, this success of the uh, of the customer. Cool, uh, Sebastian. That was very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, very interesting uh, talk. So thank you for finding uh, time. I know you're very busy, as you see, with all this, you know, changes offering uh, US. So it's it's great you managed to find some time uh, to share uh, where you are, where it uh, where it all goes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I also recently have seen that Shopper is really also working on your website. There's a lot of great, great new content. So if everyone is interested in getting more, uh, yeah, I think people can can go to Shopper website learn more anywhere to follow you on i don't know twitter uh, linkedin what's your favorite uh, channel to share some of your uh, you know 
experiences, uh, plans and thoughts. Yeah, thank you, Boris, for having me. Um, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on LinkedIn. I've, um, I focus more LinkedIn. Um, I found there more okay. valuable content, um, to be honest. Um, yeah, feel free. And uh, also feel free to get in touch with me or with my colleagues. Um, yeah, happy to get to know you. If you like this episode, please share and give us stars on Spotify or Apple Podcast. It helps to grow the community. Subscribe and stay tuned for the next episode of Shopware Unplugged. Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonode, modern open source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonode empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonode.com. This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce.